0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Pod Return to the Waking Sands. We are a Final Fantasy XIV companion podcast where we explore the lore and story of Hydaelyn and beyond. My name is Jen, and I'm joined by my co-host and researcher.
1: I'm Levi. Hello, Levi. Hello, Jen.
0: Hello, Jen.
1: How's it going, Jen?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sassy over here, I guess. Yeah. It's, It's good. How are you?
1: Well, good. Uh, we'll need some sass to get us through this storyline here, which is the Armorer job quest Armor-er. through level 50. Yep. So Armorer, Armorer <clears throat> is the weird twin to Blacksmith. Both jobs share pretty much the same material progression, but they are two separate jobs. They are separated, I assume, to spread out the recipe load. Blacksmith makes hand tools, tools that go in one's hand, Armorer makes armor, so boots and, and pants. Ships us.
0: Not, and Not us, but yeah, we make armor. What? <laughs> so armorers, they make armor and they're also shipwrights. Yes. We will never touch ship Get stuff, Get ahead of really. the game a little bit yeah, here, Jim. And just clarifying, you know, because armorer is a big circle.
1: It's a big circle? Uh,
0: it, it, it it encompasses a lot of different techniques. That,
1: that is the... <laughs> I guess the kind of in-game justification for why it's a separate trade. There's some sordid backstory to the Smith Guild. Because of the metal plates fashioned by armorers, they attracted the attention of seafarers to fashion armored plating...
0: Seafarers!
1: ...for ships. And so the most skilled armorers are able to earn the respected title, Shipwright. However, the Armorers Guild... <clears throat> shares the same headquarters as the Blacksmith's Guild, which is a moderate sprint away from the Aft Castle Aetherite. Mm-hmm. Every time you need to reach the Guild. And it is led by the Mikote Hananza Essie, who is the, the Forge Master of the Guild and also is technically above the Blacksmith's Guild as well. But she has delegated that role to our...
0: our buddy, the. Hopefully, no longer drunk. Brithiel. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think he's still drunk. Frankly.
0: Yeah, you know, it might take a while to. There was kick minimal the
1: growth in that quest line.
0: No, he wasn't talking about his wife all the time, though. Yep. So, eh,
1: you know, hammer life, hammer wife. Because
0: yeah, he did. He did say that uh, instead of drowning my sorrows, I'll be celebrating my joys. Just yeah. but also still drinking the whole time.
1: And we also met Hananza briefly during the blacksmiths guild quest, as she was bullying Brithiel. <clears throat> To, to work.
0: <laughs> just a bunch of fucking bullies up in here.
1: After having designed the flagship Triumph, Hananza changed her focus towards tutelage of up and coming armorers like us.
0: Okay, so we're going to go to the receptionist, as you do. We, we're going to get the history, the and which Levi armorers just did. Armorers
1: Guild receptionist, which well, is five right, feet away. Which is right next from door from the to the blacksmith's, blacksmith's guild. guild.
0: Yes. And uh, she's like, do you, uh, do you, are, are you ready to meet the Forge Master? And we're like, Yup. And she's like, Okay, go.
1: Well, she starts to diss the Blacksmith's Guild. The receptionist does, like, immediately. She starts to make them out as, like, a second class member of this, this company. Sure. Blacksmiths can never contribute meaningfully to shipbuilding. And in Limsa, ships are king. So the armors ditch the chaff, that is the Blacksmith's Guild, and carry it on separately. Still so, a completely
0: necessary and valid profession, but you know, rivalry, so whatever.
1: So, for some reason, there's a rivalry between the two guilds.
0: Huh. Wonder why that I wonder might be. wonder what, yeah. Maybe people should stop perpetuating it? I don't know. I'm just spitballing. So, anyway, after, after more of that.
1: Now, if we're able to brave her scathing tongue, not actually scathing in reality, oh, she's
0: very nice.
1: We get to go meet the guild master, Hananza. So in both the encyclopedia and also in like the guild preamble, it makes Hananza out to be some sort of like unforgiving taskmaster or whatever. But I, I don't know where this reputation comes from because
0: she's she's very supportive. She's very kind, even to people that can't meet their their commitments as far as like order fulfillment. When 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 workers go off like pouting, she's like, Oh, would you go see if they're okay? You know, like no no scathing anything yeah. ever. Even even when she's talking about um, the bro we're going to be dealing with, she's like, you know, his, his skill is is, uh, is unrivaled and we need his talents, um, but he is a bit of a... Like, she's still kind of being very diplomatic no, about it. she has, it. like, There's...
1: bottomless patience and yeah. is nothing but nice things to say.
0: Hmm. So she's in the right position, but yeah, as far as, like, her being a meanie, not true.
1: Hananza is a Mikote, of course, with unkempt hair, slit-like goggles, and a smith's apron... And she is outside the guild overseeing a pair of trainees. She tests our resolve immediately, warning us that without a passion for the forge, we will fail. But to master the craft, we must be possessed of a will as unyielding as the metals we work.
0: Day after day, you will pit flesh and blood against iron and flame.
1: So, Jin, have you the fortitude to persevere? Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. We receive our first doming hammer, and after equipping it, we are assigned to make a bronze ingot from copper, tin, and an ice elemental shard. Notably, the blacksmith bronze ingot takes a fire shard, not an ice shard.
0: Oops, that's embarrassing.
1: I mean, both make sense. One to heat, one to <laughs> quench, I guess, but still. No, it's it's fine. It's, she
0: said She said ice, but, you know.
1: The blacksmith ingot takes a fire shard.
0: Oh, gotcha. Okay.
1: And the armorer ingot takes a nice shard. Sure. So we make the thing. This is one of those quests where we're an instant prodigy. Like from level one, we oh, are yeah. fucking amazing. It's the,
0: it's the purest, most amazing bronze Inga she's ever seen. We can
1: do no wrong ever in this quest line. And
0: that will continue. So Yep. look forward to that.
1: Bronze is all about the ratio of copper to tin. With too much tin and alloy is hard but brittle. And because quality is life and death in armorsmithing, It is of utmost importance that we get the mixture correct. But one success is not enough. A single bad helm will lose more trust than a hundred good ones, and we must be consistent.
0: Yes, and achieving that consistency requires discipline and long hours of crafting the same item over and over again and again. For you, this means a mountain of bronze ingots. Bronze ingots in your dreams, bronze ingots, until the process is so ingrained that you wake up and find that your pillow is an ingot you made in your sleep. All right,
1: let's go make some ingots. We don't have to do it, but also that's the best way to get to level five, so <clears throat> we may as well. We do some ingot crafting and come back at level five, Ooh. and we immediately get some reused crafting quest tropes.
0: Yeah, like I, uh, I assigned, or no, this guy, one of the guys accepted a job. And he has no, no right to be accepting any kind of commission like this. So now we're fucked, and I need you to help.
1: Well, it's capacity, not skill level. He's got, he took too much on at once.
0: Right, yeah. It's like, yeah, we'll get this to you in a week. And she's like, what?
1: So this guy's name is Swithin. And Hinanza is asking us to step in to assist him in meeting his quota, only because his failure would harm the guild's reputation. Otherwise, he could make his own mistakes, I guess.
0: Interesting loophole. But yeah. Um, so she's she's looped in a, a couple of people into this. So it's not just us. So that's nice. But we had to make three freaking bronze hoplons. Uh, so we do. And um, sh- this is the lesson she teaches about uh, how important reputation is when it comes to reliability. Um, right,
1: because... With the grand company orders stepping up as of late, we need to really make sure we're consistent and that we have a quality output.
0: And every member of the guild must step up and support each other.
1: Yes. And we are being fast-tracked now up the ranks of the apprentice armorers because of this high volume of orders. We are given our first pair of pliers, the offhand armorer tool.
0: Yay. (laughs) Woo.
1: So at level 10 we're already being tapped to assist the newbies.
0: Yeah, so now um, we have another initiate her name is Grene. and she is scatterbrained and clumsy and Hananza is at her wits' end with her. Um, doesn't mean that she's gonna get kicked out or anything, but um, you know everyone's gotta start somewhere, all right And uh, if she abandoned every initiate that showed trouble in the beginning stages and the guild might be maybe 10 armor strong, you know you gotta you gotta uplift, you gotta develop. So we have to, to help Granny out, we are tasked with making 12 bronze plates. And um, this is like one of those, hey, show this person how it's done kind of a thing. Uh, one of those. One of those. So we give her a pile of bronze plates. And just in the in the giving her of the plates, she loses her hammer and almost drops the stack of plates. Um, and But she's... You know, she looks over her work, she's like, Wow, who would have thought like just a simple bronze plate would be so impressive? And she's like, you know, I, I I've always wanted to build these like these gorgeous winged helms and um, you know, this sumptuous chainmail armor or whatever. And I you know, I didn't really too much pay attention to the foundational shit because that's boring, right? Like just making ingots, it's boring. But our work has convinced her otherwise. That even an ingot, even a plate, can be
1: beautiful. We come back later, and we have more apprentice assistance duties before us. Someone named Durstwida was supposed to return with a barbet and buckler, but there's no sign of her. This person apparently is not a scrub. They are supposed to be diligent. So Hananza asks us to ask them what's going on. What's the deal? This is uncharacteristic of them to be delinquent.
0: Yes. However, she is sensitive, very sensitive to criticism. So maybe th- that was one of the reasons why Hananza asks, asked us to do it.
1: Even though, again, Hananza's reputation gets, never appears in reality. So I'm not sure yeah. what tact we have that whatever. Just Anyways, just try more to, a, you
0: know, keep the it's like uh, uh, Captain Shakespeare from Stardust, you know, he's trying to maintain a reputation despite him being a totally different kind of person.
1: I don't understand this reference, That's but okay. okay.
0: Hopefully somebody does.
1: Okay. <laughs> Durstwida is looking forlornly over a nearby railing. She tells us that she's lost her motivation. Apparently, a veteran armorer recently visited the guild and commented that Durstwida's work wasn't fit to cover a kobold's arse. Hmm. She isn't sure what she did wrong. But she doesn't have the heart to ask for guidance, so she asks us to investigate. This offender, which we'll get very used to, Ugh. is a Rogadin named Blansteer, and he's lounging at the far side of the guild, overlooking a railing.
0: It's a weird spot to hang out.
1: It's where he smokes. It yeah. looks cool. Yeah,
0: basically. He's doing his outside the back of the Best Buy.
1: With a minimum of prompting, he launches into a screed about how the cooperation and camaraderie forward teaching methods employed by Hananza are crap. Is just much.
0: cultivating a band of snowflakes.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yes, that is his stance. And he has yet to meet one of our novices that can forge an ingot worth a damn. And that means us too, so bugger off. We don't bugger off, though. <clears throat> and so he gives us a challenge. If we can craft Denwita's order correctly and impress Blansteer with it, he'll talk to us. What's
0: that? Durstvita. You said Dinwita.
1: Oh, sorry. Yes. Whatever. Um, She she, she won't know. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Oddly, we are not yet at the make high quality items stages of the quest. So we can make a normal ass crappy set of goods and give them over and they're good enough for Blansteer.
0: Yeah. It's just getting a getting an idea, you know, of, of where we stand.
1: So we make a regular ass barbet and buckler and hand them over, and Blansteer is forced to admit that we have some talent, but only us, no one else.
0: Fine, okay.
1: But he does give us the promised method for Durstwita.
0: He, yeah, he has. He tells us to get a deliver a message to Durstwida. This guy's such a dick says, if you've time to wallow in wounded tears, you've time to examine your work, um, learn how to gauge your failings and correct them or get the fuck out. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, that's that's all part of like, you know, learning and growing, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, the delivery sucks. Really sucks.
1: Also, maybe like constructive feedback is useful, too
0: maybe maybe ex- you, ex- you don't know you don't don't how no if
1: you're a baby beginner
0: got like hey you see this part right here where the thickness isn't consistent you know what what's a good fix for that you know yeah goddamn no anyway
1: acquire this knowledge yourself somehow she's
0: a, well uh, yeah and do do what i do which is don't talk to anybody ever and like bro how did you get to where you were somebody had to teach you right what an asshole. What a he hypocrite. He was born that way, Jen? Right? Yeah. Like So everybody has to come out of the womb knowing how to do this shit. You, you're not allowed to ask questions or make mistakes.
1: We tell Durstwida what Blanstier told us. And she says that if an armorer has to withstand this kind of criticism, maybe this isn't the job for her. Right? So we now tell Hananza what happens. And she recounts that both she and Blanstier have always been at odds ever since they were novices. But the conflict between them deepened when they both went after the Forge Master role. Yep. Blansteer is only interested in nurturing natural talent, despite the fact that such skills are not widely available, whereas the demand for the guild's work is. Hinanza sends us off as she goes to think about a way to deal with Blansteer meddling with her apprentices.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So now we're at level 20 and we already have a plot, Jen.
0: This is kind of unheard of. Yeah, yeah, um, like we have the plots so early that in like a few in a few quests they're just gonna give us like a filler one because they're like maybe have a break from Blanster and I his bullshit. Um, so now that Hananza has had uh, a little time to think about how to deal with Blanster, she tells us that he's like his attitude has destroyed the will of more than one member and the ranks suffer for it. So her long term strategy now is to get Blanster to soften up. And that means softening up to us, because apparently we're in a position to do that because we're real good at stuff. By doing that, we're just going to keep, like, submitting our work to him, and he's going to continue to be impressed, and he'll think that he has, like, a safe space in us to talk about whatever. So we make a- an iron hoplon with with materia in it, and this was Hananza. She's like, you make you make an iron hoplon that's, like, super good, put some materia on it, and he will be putty in your hands. <laughs> We walk up and like, we want to show you our hoplon. And he's like, whatever, it's going to be like shitty. But then he looks at it and he's like, what? This is amazing.
1: Blanstier tells us that switching from bronze to iron is when we really separate the wheat from the chaff. As iron is much more difficult to work with. Uh, It's a lot more stiff. It's harder to shape. But this shield is perfect. Super good. So now that we've passed muster, Blansteer asks us without any prompting, we don't say shit. He's like, So, so by the think? way, <clears throat> what do you think of Hananza?
0: Eh? You think she sucks, right? Yeah, the yeah, guild's full
1: she, of those damn totally, amateurs. She's
0: too soft. She's too enabling of the lessers.
1: And both lives and the guild's reputation are in danger with the level of skill that Hananza is letting in.
0: That's a hell of a thing to say, dude.
1: And that's it. Quest over. Quest over. <laughs> he just rants to us we don't ever respond
0: yep, yep. he's just blah, blah, blah. and that i guess that was the goal right just let him just let him vomit on us with his words i guess and, is that really productive I, well it gives hananza uh, some idea of to his like state of mind
1: i mean we we know that already or she she must know by now
0: yeah and maybe she's trying to you know she's i, I can't imagine they're really
1: frankly they're, i think they're, the, they're talking a lot the whole story is kind of weird yeah, we're not doing anything with him. We're just,
0: we're just uh, also w- letting
1: him. Why are rant we suddenly like
0: presenting our work to him? That's like validating him as like a like a co-guildmaster. You know, yes, that was so weird to me. It's giving him a platform. It would to- be like maybe if we we sh- we were showing Hananza our work and then Blanster like showed up and like elbowed his way into like oh, I want to check it out too, and then that's when he sees it. But to present it like as if he's the guildmaster. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It- this this whole thing is strange. I will talk more about it later on. Okay. So we return later on, and Hananza is still complaining about Blanstier's stubbornness. She wants every aspiring armorer to get a shot. But okay. anyway, Blansteer submitted an order for us to make him a high quality steel ingot,
0: and that's for us to do specifically. He's like, yes, I want I want Warrior of Light to do it. So we show him our high quality steel ingot, and he's like, what? This is is amazing and flawless. And now he's even more mad that Hananza is using us to basically clean up after the novices. This is an outrage. Quest over.
1: (laughs) Well, he tells us, he goes off on this like, this is real weird. Okay. So he says that, (laughs) again, without prompting, it's time for us, our character, to do something about this dead weight of the other apprentices in the guild. What we're going to do, that's on us to decide. Blanster won't say what we're supposed to do, but okay. you got to do something, you know, obviously.
0: well, it's like, like, execute him or?
1: I, I don't know. He's just like, it's time to make a choice. Okay. So now our hapless character has been positioned as like the spiritual. Yes. Like anchor of the guild or something. Yeah. So
0: now everybody in the guild is like whispering to each other like, oh, is the warrior of like going to go to Blanster's side? Are they going to stick with Hananza? Oh, I don't know. And then everybody, else, of course, is like taking their own side, and it's causing much unrest, and it's threatening the unity of the guild. And Hananza is like, this is dumb. You need to show fealty to...
1: We just show up there like, I want to learn how to be an armorer, and we get like wrapped yeah, up yeah. in this fucking bullshit. So now
0: we're the fucking like, lightning rod for this bullshit.
1: We don't express any opinions, period. No, we just kind we of don't. smile and nod we- as people our, ran about their personal platforms.
0: That's our job. Mm-hmm.
1: Everyone just projects their own hopes and fears upon I'm like, us.
0: Y'all y'all talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna learn how to make bronze plate over here. Okay? We're
1: okay. past that now, Jen. We're on okay. steel. Sorry. Steel tier. Steel rivets. <sighs> obviously though, projecting some more, Hidanza says because you came to talk to me for a job, obviously you like my philosophy more. I mean You you got yes, the jobs. But you yeah, correct You're It's my your job to give me mentor? the job. <laughs>
0: She's like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you um, endorse what I'm doing because otherwise, we wouldn't have me. We wouldn't be having this conversation. So
1: we have to now craft something for Hananza, and this will prove to the whole guild that we're on her side. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. This is a prestigious commission for an unnamed, wealthy, and discerning gentleman from Costa del Sol. <clears throat> Who could that be?
0: Oh, gosh, one guess. <laughs>
1: uh, so we're making this person, this unknown Gegaruju, <laughs> some chain armor. A gig, and our contact's servant is at the Fisherman's Guild. So we go find her. We've seen this person in other quests where we have other mysterious commissions from an unnamed Costa del Sol gentleman. Mm-hmm. This is his endlessly patient and diligent maid servant. We find her at the Fisherman's Guild. This is Nortarwib. And she informs us there's been a mix-up. Some other smith came by already to accept the commission from her. Who could that be? She's like,
0: oh, well, this is awkward. Huh?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's Blountsteer. Big uh-huh. surprise. Right,
0: yeah. So she's like, I'm not going to pull the commission from him, obviously, but, y- you know, my master will pay whoever. Whoever makes the best shit, that's, you know, you're going to get paid. So, so basically, she kind of lays down the gauntlet for us.
1: This gets super awkward because we start exporting the guild's drama upon our customers now.
0: Right. Well, yeah. She's like, hey, well, me the better armorer win. I'm like, bitch, like, this takes materials and time. It's not a choice for you to make. I would have to go back to the to the guildmaster and be like, hey, Blanster took the commission. Do you want me to spend the time and materials to make another one in competition and see who sells what? But no! we
1: we don't do that. We go talk we to Blanster directly. Yeah, we directly.
0: talk to I'm like, hey, man, and what's the like, deal? He's like, yeah, I fucking stole that shit.
1: He says, what let's have it? a smith off. God, so we do. We have a craft so off.
0: So stupid. What a waste.
1: Whoever makes the best armor gets to turn in the commission.
0: No, whoever makes the best armor, the other person will have to deliver it.
1: Oh, well, sure, but the person the best armor wins, obviously.
0: Well, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. But
1: then the guild tradition apparently the
0: loser has to deliver.
1: We make the armor, we show it to Blanster. He's like, "Oh shit, you you win. You got better armor." So our policy, our our tradition says, whenever there's a challenge, the loser has to turn in the armor. And this huh. seems like a good chance for some fucking bullshit to happen, right? But yeah. no, it's it's straight. He turns it in for us. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to snipe your commission and cause some drama or add some fucking actually like variety to this fucking no, he, story. There
0: is some honor still in this guy. but Correct.
1: But also, this is a chance for something to actually happen besides people ranting about their perspective oh, oh, platforms. Right.
0: Right? For him to be like, here's the amazing chainmail that I made. <laughs> and then word would get back. Like the, the assistant would come back, right? And she'd be like, oh, my God. That steel chainmail that Blandster made was so good. My master wants... Yet another thing. And we'd be like, what? I made that. And then that'd be so much more interesting thing I that agree. was going on. But that
1: does not happen. It does not happen. He turns it in. We get he's, paid. He's next ends, quest Next. Step.
0: Next shit. Yeah.
1: So now Hunanza says, hey, great job on that craft off. But Blanster won't stop here. So now we should learn some more so we can challenge him more in the future,
0: I guess. Love it. Great. Looking forward to that.
1: So Master Lingsath at the Bismarck has commissioned a steel fry pan. We make the thing. We report back. It's obviously phenomenal. It's a perfectly even cooking surface. Sure. Absolute perfection. Yep. Cannot be exceeded if we tried.
0: <clears throat> Next question.
1: But apparently, <laughs> no, well, no, Now Hananza, though, she tells us she had second thoughts about giving us this assignment.
0: Yeah, because she was like, y'all, I, I was so afraid that you're so distracted by all this blend steer business that you wouldn't be able to fully concentrate on this pan. Like, like, bitch this is your fault yes for making me deal with this man yes and act as the go-between okay so oh my god yeah, stop please, fucking please pull me out of it please exporting your Give bullshit me fried us. Hands. yes god
1: god damn <laughs> so um we go turn it in to master link sath at the bismarck and he's like super sweet love it Until then, he only trusted the Forge Master to make him his utensils, but now he's got a second go-to. Hell
0: yeah. We should have just made him like 10, you know? Like he probably goes, like she says, he goes through one of these every couple of months.
1: You shouldn't go through a frying pan in two months.
0: He does, apparently. He's gotta calm the shit down. He's cooking the shit out of shit. Woo! You know, flipping and frying and... I don't know know what he's doing, but it's... Yeah. You need some fry pan. (laughs)
1: Maybe you should, like, wash them better or something. <clears throat> not let them rust. No. I don't know. We
0: gotta keep them seasoned. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, we're not gonna question his methods. He pays good money.
1: Sure. Fair. Okay, so we return to the guild again, and now Blanstier has submitted a formal challenge oh, against us.
0: Oh, the throwdown.
1: And Nanza <laughs> goes on some more rants about... Blondsteer's elitism versus her inclusivity—same old shit as always. Same shit. She tells us to go and accept his challenge, so we say okay, and we go say, "Hey, Blondsteer, we accept. Mm -hmm. We're gonna have a three-round contest of skill. Sure. So levels forty through fifty are gonna be this whole fucking challenge now.
0: Yep. So we're at round one.
1: Round one. Here we go. The finest mithril cuirass we can forge.
0: I wonder who's gonna win.
1: We make it. We hand it over. It's our finest piece yet. There's not a flaw on the plate's gleaming surface. No
0: way! So
1: she says, go show it to Blanstir, and we Mm -hmm. do. He's like, well, shit, you beat me, I guess. But I'll get you next time. Sure. Great. That's the step. Level 45. (laughs) So now we've got a speed test. We must make several Mm -hmm. items to reflect the pressures of an actual commission.
0: Right? Like a normal job as a member of the guild?
1: The task is a pair of mithril-plated caligae, a reinforced mithril elmo, and a pair of mithril solorets. Yeah. Go.
0: Yeah. Uh, We go. We make the stuff. And it's amazing. So, um, yeah. So our work is flawless as per usual. Twist, though. Twist. It's funny
1: because at this point, we don't get very many mannequins in this quest, surprisingly. Oh, no.
0: There's been like... Two. One for a helmet and one for the cuirass.
1: Right. Because normally when we make armor and shit they put them up on a mannequin. Yeah, like leather worker.
0: Yeah, like the necklace is here and the the choker is here and then the leg guards or whatever are on this mannequin.
1: But because this this simulated commission that we're doing for the contest because it has two pairs of boots for some reason we have two mannequins, one wearing nothing but boots.
0: Yep. And one wearing nothing but a helmet. And boots. Oh, there's two mannequins.
1: No, yeah, there's two mannequins. Okay, okay. Because again, this commission has one helmet and two pairs of boots.
0: Well, yeah.
1: It, it's very funny because like you see this one naked mannequin except for boots on. <laughs> it's like it's a commission for like a flasher or something. <laughs> like make some chest armor, maybe some leg armor in this commission. No, 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 no. Something besides two, two pairs of boots. Two
0: leg stuff two and, a, leg and stuff. a helmet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, there's a twist.
0: Twist. Uh. It's so like, hey, so this stuff is really, really good, and it totally would blow Blanster out of the water, um, but Swithin over there, remember this guy? Yeah. So he promised to make these things for the Maelstrom, and like before, he does not have the time to do this. Fucking so Swithin. Uh, yeah, so I, I actually am going to ask that you turn these over to the guild so that we can turn this in to meet our obligation to the Maelstrom. It actually gives us the choice.
1: First off, this pisses me off because (laughs) it is the most manufactured-ass bullshit. They need a way to have the next contest be like the tiebreaker. The tiebreaker, correct. So they can't have their golden boy, Warrior of Light, They can't have Lester
0: win, yes. Yeah,
1: we we can't fuck up. It's impossible for us to fuck up. So we cannot lose the contest fairly. (laughs) We have to take one for the team, that's the only way they can concoct a way for us to fail this contest step. So even though fucking Hananza is the judge for the competition and she's looking at these shit I know and Blanster is like five feet away from us, we can say, hey, check out the sweet shit. Oh my god
0: oh my, shit. god. oh my god. Also, am I just making this shit and it's going back into the furnace? Like what the fuck is going on? This stuff would be for a commission. Right? It's going to sell it's being sold to somebody, regardless. Isn't this the normal sequence of events? I make the thing, you sell the thing, we move on? Yes. Why isn't suddenly, like, my shit, I can't also, in this exact fucking moment, show it to Blanstair, and he can be like, yeah, you win. And then I can be like, all right, Hananza, that took five goddamn minutes. Take your shit to the maelstrom.
1: But no, we, we must accept immediately. They must immediately have these There's armor. No time.
0: There's no time. There's no time. I'm like, he's just right around the corner. There's no time. There's no time.
1: So yeah, we get we get the choice whether or not we want to almost, hand over the armor. No. I, I did say no. no. I always do this because I want to. You, you want to be the guy push the boundaries because I yes. know it won't, it won't let me. And so if <laughs> exactly. we say no, Hananza just guilts us until we say yes. Ah! She's like, the guild really needs this, you know? Oh
0: Jesus, why even give the option?
1: It's very funny. Obviously, that the good guy thing is to say yes, but sure, you, you can't also refuse. You know, it
0: would be cool if instead we were like transporting the stuff back to the guild and there's like kids playing and like a ball got loose and we tripped and fell and all of our beautiful armor fell on the ground and got dented and scuffed to shit or something. Yes. Yes. And then we have to be like, my shit got busted because there were children and...
1: No, Jen, you don't understand. We cannot fail. (laughs) It is impossible.
0: It's amazing. (laughs) Okay, next we're going to make armor out of plot. We we
1: only lost because we were such a good guy.
0: That's true. That's true. We're just too good.
1: Okay, so, but then we we get a chance. Hananza says, hey, you know, maybe if you ask Blancer nicely, he'll give you an extension on the contest because you helped the guild out. And
0: also, like, one, um, yes, he should because this is stupid. This is a manufactured thing we're doing. And two, why the fuck would I ask him? I'm just going to be like, I'll remake it and then resubmit. Even though that's extremely heartbreaking that we're in this position to begin with this is something I have to consider at all.
1: Also, I made like five and had them on me because I wanted to sell them on the market board. Oh, too. yeah. Totally. So like I totally. have more in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nice. we go to Blanster saying, please, sir, may have an extension. He's like, hell no. In no. your face. Oh, I win. I
0: win. And he's he's like, you know, it's not like it's not how I want to win. But, but still, you didn't, uh, you know, conform to the terms of our particular agreement. So better luck next time.
1: Fucking I'll, Swithin. I'll fucking. Fucking it up again. Poor guy. So time for the final round of the contest. The first round. This is
0: unhinged.
1: The first round of the contest, Jen, the binding round was our point. <clears throat> the second round of the contest was Blanster's point. Who will win the final round, round? And therefore the contest, <gasps> which will decide the fate of the Armorer's Guild.
0: Yeah. The- I guess.
1: The only stakes here are that we are enabling some fucking toxic person's bullshit.
0: I, yeah, yeah. How about we pause that and, and, and make sure that the guild can secure the supply contract for the maelstrom? How about that?
1: That seems to be more important. No, we need to win for the spirit of the guild.
0: Right. We got to make Nothing's sure all the other guild members see what the Warrior of Light is doing in service of proving Hananza's methodologies so right now uh admiral merle webb herself is going around and doing inspections of a bunch of different organizations um the Armors guild one of them to see who might supply the maelstrom going forward with their armor and supplies and shit this is like a huge goddamn deal uh blanster's idea was that while the admiral is out and about she can judge the final round of our bullshit um you know at the same time like whatever she's she's She'll, she'll, she'll totally say yes. She so, totally Jim, says yes.
1: The stakes have increased. Now, if he wins, Hananza might look bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Yeah. She's like, it is not possible at this juncture for Blanster to win because he would become an even more insufferable fuckstick around town and give credence to his narrow view of guild mastering, etc., etc. And like, well, I mean, I agree. I, I want to see this guy get stomped on. And we're doing a great job of that because we're who we are.
1: One... Who besides Naldik and Familius is going to be right? the other supplier?
0: Right? Who else is, like, around? Who else is doing shit? Yeah. Maybe, like, the monetarists have some kind of operation going on, but they're not in Limsa, so Merlva wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Two, Hananza does not have to accept this offer. Th- th- again, no stakes whatsoever. She's just digging a fucking hole for herself to fall into if something
0: goes wrong. She's awry. enabling this shit so hard. Yeah. She, like, she's she's got the power in the situation. He's just, he's just like an asshole. He's a very skilled asshole, but she can tell him to shut up and sit down and do your stuff and stop with this. But she doesn't. So that's when the scathing tongue or whatever would be completely appropriate. That would be great. Bring out the tongue. Okay? No tongue. No tongue. Anti-tongue.
1: Give me a scathe. No tongue.
0: Nope. <laughs> and she's like, okay.
1: So the... Armor piece for this final round is a Cobalt Hobbergen melded with a Heaven's Eye Materia 3. High quality, of course. Yes. And because of Relic Weapon bullshit, which you have not yet seen yet, Jen, the Materia cost is through the fucking roof.
0: I had some on me, thank God.
1: Thank God. Yeah. Um, It was going for like 10K (gasps) on our server's market board. Oh my God. I went server hopping to grab a cheaper one for like a few thousand, but... The level one mm-hmm. through four materia is expensive is as shit bonkers. because of relic weapon Totes. shit. So yeah. you'll see that later on, Jin, in our relic Fantastic.
0: process. So Lancer and, and and ourselves, we have submitted our stuff for judging. And I don't know if this was the Admiral's shit. It, it, it is. Okay. So Merleviv made this a whole thing. Okay. So she's... We got this cutscene, so it's her, right. and, her the, and her maelstrom soldiers. The place soldiers. is the
1: Hawker's Round. It's the kind of circular area, the tower between the two sets of the market alley, Hawker's Alley. Yeah, it's the elbow. And there is a maelstrom soldier waiting for us there to confirm we indeed have the armor. We say, here, bro, here's our armor. And then, as the after judging. he confirms that, Meryl Vibb and her whole posse yep. of officers and soldiers and so Just on come strolling down the it. alley.
0: Oh, Yeah. And she's got two big Rogadin soldiers dressed in our respective haubergans.
1: They break forward from the pack.
0: And they they do the sun's out, guns out. They
1: turn around, then they sun's out, guns out. (laughs) With their backs towards us and facing towards Merilvib. Yeah,
0: so I'm standing behind my guy. Blanster's standing behind his guy.
1: And Hananza's like, what the fuck's going on here? Where
0: are the mannequins? And okay, so I have this. Uh, Hananza's like, where are the mannequins? And Merilvib is like, today... We're using my men. Uh, they're a better test subject than a lifeless model. I prefer the director poach. And then with a the movement of her hand, her soldiers r- sally forth into the middle of this quote unquote arena. They surround each dude in, in our armor and then they start wailing on him with battle axes. Just and the guys boom, are bomb.
1: still suns out, guns out.
0: Yeah, they're just like stoic. Yep. And these people are wailing on them with axes. And everybody here is like horrified you know jaws are dropping people are covering their eyes you know think of the children
1: one more soldier walks forth and does the marauder axe (laughs) slam on the ground yeah
0: and just like like it it would destroy this structure and as he's walking by this again it's still part of the animated cutscene. and um so like he's he's signaled to go forth and do the final blow and um and the look on Hananza's face is absolute like disbelief. She's like, "This can't be fucking happening." And then it pans to Merlvib, Vib, and she's like, "This is sweet." <laughs> and uh, so Merlvib. Vib,
1: yeah, the armor has survived the axe round. Yeah, well, so time to raise the stakes.
0: Another thing that uh, that was annoying to me was with all of this going on and everybody around here going like, "This is unbelievable shit." Like, what is happening? And Blansteer is just standing there like stone-faced, like, yes. He loves this, it. Yes, that this is exactly what I wanted. I want you all to see the kind of abuse my armor can, t- armor can take and still be super sweet. And um, I just found it to be totally insufferable. So after after the axe time, uh, vib says, uh, you know, well, well, it appears your claims to excellence are more than empty boasts. Let's raise the stakes, shall we? <laughs> she just straight up shoots both dudes. Bam, bam, shoots them. We're also... Standing immediately behind these guys, so if she missed, we would be dead. Jen, she's not gonna miss. She's not gonna miss. But if she missed, <sighs> we would be dead. You know, remember those children I was talking about earlier? Yes. What if the ball came through just then and hit her in the leg, and she was like, ah! "Well, no, I think her well, nerves are are more Hinanza resilient." Than is that.
1: yelling at Meryl to stop. She's like,
0: Miss, that you have gone too far. Everybody around the arena is like this. They're even more shocked than before. This is this is un. Hinged,
1: and Meryl Vib calmly says that you're if fine. This equipment cannot stand up to this; it's useless.
0: Mm-hmm. Like for the price, it should absolutely stop a bullet.
1: Oh, and by the like, way, they also inspected it beforehand too. So it's like, I knew
0: they'd be fine. Like, it's good, what?
1: except it's not I
0: guess she loves some theatric. It's yeah, not fine. It's not she's like, well, I guess we have a winner. So the guy who's wearing Blanster's armor kind of clutches his chest and stumbles and collapses to the ground. And when I first did this, I was like, did we just kill a man? We just killed a dude for this stupid crap because Blansteer cannot acknowledge his weaknesses. He's got trauma and he is going about it in the worst fucking way. And Nananza is enabling it. The Admiral is enabling it. And now this man is dead. Who is going to tell his wife and children? It's
1: okay, Jen. He's just gut shot.
0: He's just gutshot. shot. Because
1: he gets up again and staggers away, yeah, it, doubled over, clutching his yeah, stomach. He's,
0: he's alive, but fuck me, now he's gonna need like a transplant I don't know. Um, internal bleeding for sure.
1: Blansteer exclaims how? How could I have failed?
0: Oh well, no, what he says is what makes, he's looking at us what makes your armor so much different than mine? And vib has the best fucking clapback for this she says perhaps the reason you cannot answer that question armorer, is the reason you just lost to your colleague. Oh mic drop and then she just walks right past him doesn't look at him and he is this is a blow this is a blow to one's psyche big time and he's you know he he walks he walks off he's got he's got some thinking to do
1: as she's leaving she says to us she knows what kind of armorer will be outfitting the maelstrom in the future
0: fuck yeah I mean we're kind of busy but you know just let me know
1: so after (laughs) the dust settles hananza bids us to go check in on Blansteer. deer we find him sulking in his usual place he says the whole thing's been eye-opening for him and he's going to go take a break and do some soul searching
0: good for you so
1: we better not let things fall to pieces in his absence right except we're gonna bail too so <laughs>
0: like i'm fucking done yeah logging out
1: we go to hananza now and she gives us a lecture about learning and adapting and talks about how cobalt used to be pronounced kobold due to the limpsons learning about cobalt refining techniques from the kobolds. Yeah. She, of course, does not mention how the whole thing ended up.
0: Uh, um, yeah. I'm like, oh, how's that going? Uh, but anyway. Yeah.
1: She goes on to say that Blansteer's mistake was seeing his rivals as enemies and not learning opportunities. But we have helped him to learn and the guild is better for it. The end
0: da Look at us.
1: <sighs> so, Jen. Yeah. This quest railroads us here into a value decision. <clears throat> it, it feels like, you know... I I don't expect it to be like you choose your own adventure in like a random crafting quest when that is not the standard, obviously. But at the same time, though, it's positioning us as like this kind of focal point in this ideological conflict and we have zero say. It's like we're. (laughs) It
0: makes me feel very pathetic. There's no empowerment here. I'm like, I'm the goddamn warrior of light. Why do I feel like such a loser?
1: But also, even though Blanster has a shitty attitude, he isn't fully wrong either. Because he wants quality goods, and he wants people to be safe in these quality goods. Plus, the final scene with Vib proves his fucking point. If even Blansteer's work can't hold up to the Maelstrom's expectations, and only our prodigy-ass armor can, <laughs> how is the mediocre fucking, I-can't-make-a-even-fucking-piece-of-bronze-plate oh. guild gonna fulfill these requirements that are being placed upon the guild oh
0: shit dude you just blew this wide open
1: i'm fucking serious yeah this is the hole in this thing yeah because before
0: we came along lanster was the best
1: only our perfect ass armor is good enough for this inspection nothing else would have done nobody else except for maybe hananza could have met this standard what the fuck's the point of all this teamwork bullshit if they cannot make the cut that's been put upon us by the chief buyer of the guild's supplies.
0: <laughs> Devil's advocate, maybe normal guns would totally be fine with Blansteer level armor, but it's because it's Meryl Vib's like you know death death cutter fucking gun. The death.
1: I I agree with that. However, she says that this is what she expects in that scene. I I don't think All right, that Hansel, you get your work We cut can out expect for you. every piece of armor to stop bullets. That seems insane, but right? Meryl Vib says otherwise.
0: And it wouldn't, it wouldn't be chainmail, I don't think, either. I swear to God. And I actually, I looked up how to pronounce Habergen. Habergen? How, Habergen. Still got it wrong. And it's just basically like a tunic of chain.
1: Boop. I don't disagree that expecting armor to stop bullets is necessarily a reasonable expectation. All I'm saying is that the Admiral herself said this is what she expects of her armor.
0: Well, fuck. Everything they've made up to this point... Is bad.
1: And because our characters got better things to do than to grind out hobbergens for days, we got got to go do like other Warrior of Light crap. The guild's fucked, I guess, because I know, no like, one else I, can make that. I,
0: yeah, I, I got to go do this ultimate weapon thing real quick. and
1: Yeah. Uh. And frankly, Hananza ironically doesn't take her own advice in this quest because she does not learn or grow whatsoever from her rival. The story wraps up like it's a perfect win for Hananza. But she has she not learned to, shit yeah, from this process. She hasn't had a budge at all. And the guild members still suck.
0: Yeah. We th- still th- have th- fucking. Swithin is still doing the same bullshit. He's on the same bullshit. And Dersfida, I mean, if she can't, I mean, honestly, if she can't take criticism, not Blansteer style, to be fair, because that's like abusive. But I mean, yeah, maybe you won't survive. if You can't be like, you know what? Yeah, that shit sucks. I'll redo it. Okay, thanks. Yeah.
1: Based on what we're shown during the quest line, the guild needs to up its fucking game to be able to compete because the people we meet are not good enough, frankly, for the demands s- being placed sack upon it.
0: Whiner lazy
1: And the problem here again is that hinanza is doing this whole what is it, soup to nuts ass process. Everyone is an island. You know, she talks about teamwork, but frankly, everyone's got to smelt their fucking ore to like put in the final touches on their armor. Yeah. She has the scrub ass most armorers doing finishing work on the stuff, whereas maybe you should have the people who are less productive putting out, you know, ingots, ingots. and rivets and crap and having the the fewer, more skilled people doing the actual assembly yeah, like, like plant like steer.
0: How it normally works maybe in any kind of fabrication
1: combine your two fucking philosophies idiots and do better Ah! versus like both dying in your own hill but one hill actually is the The
0: correct hill because
1: that's the way it's portrayed in the quest
0: 100% yeah and then like no the guild would have been better for a, a blending of the two and coming to an understanding that would have been the best outcome and not this the guild master is always right
1: yeah well some of them aren't to be fair some masters do learn and do better. Some do not, as the case may be. Sure. And I some, think that
0: some are absent this
1: is one of the ones where the quest seems to be out of touch with its own message. Because, again, Hananza's literal final advice about learning from one's rivals, <clears throat> she ignores.
0: Yeah. She's like, well, not that guy.
1: Yeah.
0: The other times, though. Like from the kobolds.
1: <clears throat> so other... <laughs> yikes. <laughs> this quest line, like we mentioned, starts off with a main story fairly early. Blanster appears around level 20, but every quest step here has the exact same story, too. It's exact same fucking rant every time you talk to Hananza.
0: Yeah, my notes were pretty bare bones, frankly, until the last one. Well, it
1: becomes, again, teamwork good, uh-huh. Blanster bad every time you talk to her. It, it doesn't yep. move on. It doesn't evolve yep, they ever. Just, they
0: just find, you know, 27 different ways of saying the same shit.
1: Yep. I, I feel like, honestly, the, the message about learning from rivals would have been a better seed to the story versus this kind of competing ideology thing. Because that might have more growth to it, or Absolutely. something. Absolutely,
0: and it would show the characters with more like nuance and complexity, yeah. which is what we come to expect from Final Fantasy. Because
1: it seems like the writer didn't know what to do with this whole story.
0: I mean, I I get it. You know, we've already done blacksmith. Now what?
1: Well, <laughs> I mean, more they they didn't take this thing anywhere. Pretty much, like it didn't yeah. have oh, growth yeah. to it. The problem being, they they can't have us fail any steps. We have to be the golden boy always. Hate it. It seems to be like the driving philosophy for every job I, quest and, like, in the why game. Why can't
0: we be a little flawed now and then? Like, why?
1: But not only that, but also they have to have the quest in at level 50, obviously. And you cannot have the threat, whatever, not be defeated tied up in till below. then. Mm-hmm. So there's just no middle ground between you guys are on opposite sides here. And then, oh, wait, we beat the guy. Like, there's just not enough nuance built in to have the story develop. May- maybe you just, like, you beat him, like, at level 30, 35, whatever. And then he's like, well, fuck, I'm out. And then the guild suffers because everything's shit for a yes.
0: bit. Yes, yeah. No, that would have been really cool if... <laughs> yeah, like, we we put him in his place early on. And Hananza's like, well, that take care of that. Um, but then Blanster comes back around with something, like, truly, you know, enlightening. Or, he, it, like you said, he, he comes back and he, he's totally... a a crucial member of the guild for, you know, this, this, this or that reason, and now they have to actually, I don't know, have a conversation.
1: But as usual, the final scene is very fun.
0: I loved it. (laughs) Yeah, it's so great. (laughs) I was losing my mind. I'm like, no. It was like (laughs) it was like getting like a celebrity, I don't know, to to, like watch your Christmas play as a kid. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It was it was totally fucking awesome. Also, fucking
1: Merylvib shoots her own guys too.
0: let's raise the stakes shall we boom boom like so fast nobody has any time to react whatsoever
1: it's so great oh man
0: i loved it
1: any other thoughts jen
0: Nah, i'm good (laughs) what a weird one
1: next time we're going to do the wanderer's palace optional dungeon yay see you then
0: and that will do it for today's episode uh thank you all so much for listening if you want to get in touch you can at podreturnffxiv@gmail.com. at gmail.com uh check the show notes for discord information you want to join our discord chat about the game show screenshots share your glams uh, join us for group runs every now and then or hook up with other players and uh do your own group runs good shit um, and we also have uh, our Patreon up. It's patreon.com slash podreturn, um, For a buck a month, you get access to uh, special adjacent content that we release uh, about uh, once a month or so. And we talk about seasonal events. We talk about card games, like real life, like the Final Fantasy trading card game. You know, that's a thing. Um, so shit like that. And uh, yeah, check that out. Other than that, uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Have a good day or night.